the I guess the first thing we should mention is that for the month of May, we're going to be having like a, a little spring break thing, which will be fun. I, I think the first thing we should mention is that this is our second time recording it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't was... want to put you on blast. Right? I was like thinking about talking about it later. But no, no. It you should just bring it on blast right now so we could set the tone for this conversation. Yeah. So Gina and I actually recorded. This is our second time recording it because um, I got the file from Gina and I was starting to sync it up. And it sounded like she was crumpling a paper bag anytime that she started talking. And I was like, hey, Gina, I think you might have been recording out of the wrong mic. And I was because I didn't have my microphone plugged in, the correct one. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we're going to go on spring break in May. Uh, that doesn't mean that we're going to be like going off the grid or not doing anything. It mostly just means that we're going to be like not accepting new work mm -hmm. and just focusing on our promises to the creative community and our you know existing clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And ultimately, the big one is so that we can basically finish building the plane and then fly it because we're currently building and flying at the same time. So I was mm -hmm. like, this is definitely a good time for us to just take take on one of the roles. Because March was super hectic for the both of us where mm -hmm. it was just like the busiest that we had ever been. Yeah. It was also like a really good month financially, but it yeah. was also, we were suffering a little oh, bit. Yeah, no, the, like the end feeling was like, okay, we can definitely achieve our financial milestone or goal but like, let's not do it like this again, was mm -hmm. the thing. So we kind of like fulfilled half of the manifestation on like, yes, we did it. But like, mm -hmm. let's not hurt ourselves again and like do it in a in a nice manner. Yeah. And there were two little things that we had like realized in the process of having that month, which is number one, like Jean said, our manifestations really do work. There's something about <laughs> <laughs> when we say something, it happens. And when we started the year, Jean and I had like a an initial call that we were like, okay, well, we're setting our um, our goals for the year. What's our like resolution? What's mm -hmm. the theme that we're working towards? Mm -hmm. And the question was, is it more towards client work? Is it more towards community? Is it more towards? And then Gene was like, it's client work. We're gonna work. We're gonna do a lot of good client work, and mm -hmm. we did. And we got too much. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, it's not a bad problem oh, to have, you know. It, it's a good absolutely problem. not. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. And then the second thing was, we were working with a client and. They had put it in the back of our head that um, they were striving towards doing a three on one off. So mm -hmm. like three weeks of working and then one week of a break. Ever since Gina heard that, she was like, I want to do that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> our first step towards that, I guess, is going to be not accepting new work for a I month uh, so that we could actually take a break or mm -hmm. a, a, like a but kind of break. We can slow down, I think, is the thing. Like I want to be able to have us like slow down and enjoy mm -hmm work life a little bit instead of like running towards this finish line that mm -hmm. when you cross it you're like all this lactic acid has built up and now i'm in pain <laughs> you know mm -hmm. like i just want to chill and like be able to like what i do mm -hmm. and it all worked out kind of perfectly because uh both my and jean's birthday are in may hey. so mine is at the end of the month jean's is at the beginning of the mm -hmm. month so we're gonna be turning 28 and we're gonna have an identity crisis with this <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah I mean, it doesn't fit the name anymore, but I think the <laughs> idea of it, like the growing up, the the threshold of yeah. 27, I think it still fits. So we're yeah. not changing the name, <laughs> but we will we will be liars for yeah. the rest of the time. <laughs> it's, it's a forever 27. Uh, yeah, forever 27. <laughs> That'll be fine. So, Gina, mm -hmm. uh, what's your goal for our break? I think we talked about it a little bit, but... Well, now that 
you asked me and one since it's been so long since recording part of it has kind of disappeared in my head but definitely to be able to focus on building out studio dbj and setting the actual internal foundation much more stable a little bit more deep dive is that you know we're going through some like business and licensing changes and all that stuff that i have to step up a little bit more to so i want to be able to focus on that and then the last one is the collaboration aspect and creative community aspect on like how can we work with more folks that we like that more folks that don't know us and then just mm. kind of do the things we really really just want to do i guess my i have three goals two of them are more dbj related one of them is more like me related mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> the first one is getting our website updated mm. there to peek behind the curtain we don't actually have solid brand oh, yeah. guidelines for studio dbj so we kind of are designing whatever we want at the time yeah a goal for me is to like redesign the website with a studio dbj brand in mind and then getting like some additional things up on there the second thing is to actually work on some kind of creative resource for people because it's been a little bit since we've done mm -hmm. something like that and i don't know i think it's fun to like put ourselves in the mind of what do people need and how can we help them mm -hmm, with that mm -hmm. the last thing that's a little bit more personal to me is because it's been so busy for me both with working with gene at studio bj and also with tutoring because uh the end of the semester is coming up and like ap tests are happening so i have a lot of like math tutoring that i'm doing uh i haven't been cleaning very often so I'll, I'll like have every three weeks i'll have like a an urge to clean and then i get exhausted over the weekend so the goal is to keep it things a little bit more under control during the month and then hopefully that's a, a habit that stays in june and july and the rest of the year i um i support that last goal fully because i definitely feel you on that um and because we're doing the spring break we think that that's a good excuse to talk about taking a break in general and how people can do it whether they're working for themselves or working for somebody else so today we're going to be talking about the need for breaks how to make space for one and what to do to feel ready to take on the world again after your break. Uh, I'm Calvin. And I'm Jean. And this is 27, a podcast about growing up. Calvin, how do you know when you need a break? I think that, uh, sorry, I'm thinking back to the first recording and we're trying to remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I think the example that I gave was like when you're driving and then you forgot the last 10 minutes of mm -hmm. what you did while you were driving. Yeah. I think that that's when you know you need to take a break driving. And mm -hmm. that's kind of the feeling that I have with taking a break when you're working is mm -hmm. when you feel like you're on autopilot, when you've checked out and you're not invested or motivated or remembering even the things that you did mm -hmm. and everything kind of blurs together. That number one means that you are getting fatigued. And number two, it means that you're not really doing a good job because yeah. if... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which like no no don't feel guilty if you are in that mode right now but just it's a signal that if the things that you're doing aren't resonating with you or if the things that you're doing are not standing out to you mm -hmm. that maybe you're not putting your full effort into it and mm -hmm. that's not a you problem as like you're not good it's a problem that you need rest and you need to like recalibrate yeah yeah that's totally i agree with all of that it's like um when you're working on a project and the priority is to just get it done mm -hmm. you definitely know you need to take a break but if you're working mm -hmm. on a project and the priority is like how can we push the art direction we can how can we extend the brand identity a little bit more like you don't need to break yet you just need to like chillax on the how much effort you want to push in there in the first round or second round 
But I was like, yeah, I think I agree with all of that. I remember my analogy was that you're running, you're just running, but you don't know where you're running to. That was, yeah, the exact same note that you had talked about. When I was actually working, I wasn't like very in tune with my body and my needs. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when I needed a break, it was an emergency. Like I had to take a break or else I was going to have a kind of mental breakdown or physical breakdown or something. It was tough because since I wasn't doing those check-ins, it wasn't until I woke up in the morning and felt like an existential crisis. Like I couldn't get out of bed (sighs) that I was like, oh, I actually need to take a break right now Mm -hmm. or else. And that wasn't fun for me to like wake up and feel that way. It wasn't fun for my um, my coworkers to be like <laughs> to hear me call and pretend to be sick or hear me call and <laughs> I didn't know say, you did like, that. I am just. I think I did it once. <laughs> I think I did it. I tried not to. I tried to be pretty upfront, but I think I did it once where I was just like I just I didn't. It was it was a time in my life where I didn't feel like I could stand in my truth as strongly mm-hmm. as I do now. So mm-hmm. I felt like I wasn't deserving of a break or I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't putting myself uh, first in a way that I uh, at least do better now. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Like you speaking about your old workplace makes me remember not even the need for rest or taking a break, but like taking a break from that phase of my life to transition into a new phase of my life, right? Where mm-hmm. I was like, I think this is the peak of when it's the time to quit. And like taking mm-hmm. a break from like, this early entry age of Jean in this office and Jean has to now transition into a new phase of her career, which is kind of like the, you know, going into the mid associate level type of designer route. But, you know, whether that was like a new company or like, you know, going down the freelancing route, the whole idea of like you're running and I've described this before, like running towards a black hole. You don't know where you're running to and you can't really envision the future. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I need to take a like, you know, a brain rest from the mundane activities that have been happening every single day for the past three to five years. And I also need to like break away from this character that I have to retire her is the best way to say, it, and then transition mm-hmm. into a new part of her life. I think that's an interesting way of looking at it because at least the way that I imagine breaks, it's usually more towards the physical need for a break where it's like, I am having trouble focusing Mm -hmm. or I'm having trouble keeping my energy up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a very body experience, but you're talking about this idea of needing a break from being stuck in a certain mindset where you are in a rut and you're taking a break from, you know, following that same path and treading something new. Mm -hmm. I think that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, there's, there's multiple different kinds of breaks, I think is the best way to say it. Like the break we're about to take is just like a recess, chillax break. Like we're just going to slow ourselves down, let our body rest, let our mind rest. And then there's like, you know, the bigger one on like, I think a lot of folks before they reach the age of 27 are going to come across this maybe once or twice before it feels comfortable to them in their later stage of life where it's like, Mm. okay, maybe this is the time to pick up and go to a new location. Maybe this is a time to leave this relationship, or maybe this is the time to say yes to this new job. You know, it's like, it's time to take a break from that mindset and transition into a new one. You can let me know if I want, I should cut this out, Mm -hmm. but I think that there is a certain element of the spring break that we're going to be taking. That is also a mindset break where Mm -hmm. it's, especially in late March, the both of us were feeling like we were going down this path that we might not necessarily want to go down Mm -hmm. where it felt like yeah it felt like our goals that we set for ourselves towards maybe the end of 2020 Mm -hmm. and kind of the outcomes that were happening in late february early march where we were like this is good but is it what we want yeah and 
a little bit of April and definitely in May. It's mm. figuring out exactly, not exactly, but figuring out roughly <laughs> what we want and having a general, you know, because we can only do will, so much. Will we ever exactly figure out what we want, Kelvin? <laughs> No, I think it's totally fine to keep that in there because it's it's definitely true because there was a moment when we were working where I was like, we didn't leave our jobs to do this, right? Mm -hmm. Like we didn't leave our jobs to do a nine to five and we didn't leave our jobs to feel panicked or to feel rushed or to feel this weird urgency or sense of pressure. Like we left our jobs so that we can ultimately have a happy and fulfilling life. And mm -hmm. then it was probably around like week three, because because March was a long month, like let's kind of call that out. It was like a five week month, like the cowbell rung on like mm -hmm. where this is not why we're doing this. Like it's exciting to get the new clients. It's exciting to like have high profile clients also, like let's be real and have like our hands in bigger projects. But I was like, this is not why we're doing this. So we need to pull ourselves back and then just readjust and resettle because we want people to come to DBJ because they like DBJ. Not mm. just because like they like the work that we do, you know, because like anyone mm. can do work. Anyone can do what we do. But it's like if they like us, then yeah, let's work together. If they don't like us, that's totally fine. Like there are so many other people that are a, a good fit for them. So, and Gene yeah. and I dealt with that stress in very different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know how much I'm like not 100% sure about the astrology of it all. Gina's <laughs> a Taurus. I'm a Gemini. So she's an earth sign. I'm an air sign. But when I am confronted with like a very large amount of stress, I tend to withdraw. I tend to be like, I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to mm -hmm. like avoid this. I'm going to, which I, I'm so sorry about that, Gene. You, you, you deflect. It's so funny. I like love it sometimes. It's just like, I was like, when Calvin doesn't answer his slack, I'm like, he's definitely taking a nap. Like I, I know he's taking a nap. <laughs> but Gene's response to a lot of stress is to just like, really buckle in and like just kind of do the dang thing mm -hmm. which i really respect and like we we kind of need that like we both like i need her to do that and i think that i don't i guess I, she doesn't I, really need me to do it i, I, don't need, really I need to keep us afloat you know and then you need to like wake up from your nap in the boat to start rowing the boat again i'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> This is something that it's something that I struggle with a lot, especially with my old job where mm -hmm. I was also under an immense amount of stress and mm -hmm. I had less agency over it. Mm -hmm. When I was working in that situation, I was struggling really hard with this idea about feeling lazy mm -hmm. and this idea that I was a bad person because I wasn't able to find the energy to do the things that I needed to in the same way that I was watching my coworkers being mm -hmm. able to like work through hard uh, days mm -hmm. or like come in over the weekends. And my body was just like, Huh. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to do any of that. I, I think that sometimes you get to that point too, where you're so stressed out that your body yeah. is literally telling you. But yeah. when you get to that point, it's really hard to convince yourself. To, it's hard to like keep pushing that boulder of the hill. Mm -hmm. no, um, it's, but it's the big thing that I've been learning is that I'm trying really hard not to use the word lazy. Mm -hmm. um, you can you can hear that I didn't say it at all during the entire time. I said I took a lot of naps mm -hmm. and I said that I needed a lot of breaks and that I was avoiding things, yeah. but I never said that I was lazy mm -hmm. because saying that was something that I was using to bully myself and as something that I was using as a value judgment on me mm -hmm. as opposed to talking about the behavior that I was doing. I was saying, oh, your behavior makes you a bad person. Mm -hmm. Not that you need to fix the behavior, but Calvin, you are a bad person mm -hmm. because you're not you're, being productive. Yeah, because like I know when you're taking a nap, or if you disappeared, it's not because you're lazy. I know it's because you're stressed. And that's like a signal to me that, okay, we're overworking ourselves, right? It's mm -hmm. it's never like a, 
Calvin's lazy. He doesn't want to do it. Like, I know that about you. And Mm -hmm. it's more so lucky because we have, like, an intimate relationship, you know? Versus, like, if it was anyone else who just... One who doesn't work the way we work, where we're, like, (laughs) life is about being happy versus... And fulfilled Mm -hmm. versus, like, life is about making money, you know? Because even with any of our other collaborators, too, I'm like, chillax, you guys. It's Friday. Don't respond. Tell Mm -hmm. me on Monday. Or, like... Tell me what's going on. I'm not going to get mad if you go hang out with your friends at 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to do that. That's life. But just let mm-hmm. me know so that I know how to keep all things in control. That is just, like, the protocol there. I hate the word lazy because, one, you know, you it, you use it to bully yourself. And mm-hmm. then, two, it, like, in some way makes other people feel justified in how how productive they are or at least in like it's it's some weird like measurement to again like the value of yourself in comparison to other people once that's kind of ingrained in you you just kind of start to like put it into other aspects of your life because even when you described me as like I just like to buckle down and like get through it and I was like yeah I have a set deadline that like I'm working towards and that's what I'm running to but sometimes Mm -hmm. during the day when I buckle down there are sacrifices I make in certain design design decisions or design projects where I'm like, it's because I'm working towards finishing like 12 projects to a three week deadline, right? Mm-hmm. So certain things are going to have to just not go all the way. And then I start to bully myself. I'm like, well, am I being lazy in this design solution or this like overall project because I'm just trying to get to the finish line? And it's like, actually, mm-hmm. the answer is no. It's just you're trying to make things work as much as possible. But, you know the easy word to say is lazy instead of Mm. like explaining the whole description because you know our american like puritanical values put such a hard emphasis on work ethic and your ability to produce and stuff Mm -hmm. that if you aren't productive because of this like religious past that the u.s has it's like oh you're not productive you're you're evil you're gonna go to hell or whatever i know know, right yeah like you are (laughs) yeah i literally (laughs) thought of the pilgrims when you said puritan (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's also due to hustle culture like mm -hmm. i it's so weird how like hustle culture is the thing you should like the cool thing that you should do and you should be hustling and grinding every day every minute of your life but the moment you're like i'm a rest for me and like i'm about like self love self respect that type of thing for your body it's like that's a whole like woo woo like realm they're lazy they're out of touch and it's like well isn't hustle culture also out of touch one is just placed on a higher scale than the other because of the financial outcomes of them that's why i i challenge people instead of saying that somebody is being lazy or that you are being lazy to call out the behavior rather than trying to make a judgment. Some other words that I would use instead are to be like, you are being unproductive Mm -hmm. or you're being inefficient Mm -hmm. or you are being- Overwhelmed. um, Yeah. Yeah. Actually describing the things that kind of correlate to what you feel, I think helps you solve the problem of why you believe you're lazy in a positive manner rather than like, I'm being lazy. I'm not getting anything done. And now I have to stay up at 3 a.m. because I didn't do anything all day. Right. If you're just Mm -hmm. like, actually, I needed to take a nap at two o'clock. I will take a nap at two o'clock. I will wake up Mm -hmm. at four o'clock. I feel so much better. Now I can get whatever I need to get done in 30 minutes. So I'm still going to go to bed at 9 p.m. Right. Like Mm -hmm. that. That is what should actually be the process versus like struggling through until 3 a.m. I had an old supervisor who would say that she, instead of calling them naps, she would call them non-activity periods. 
uh, <laughs> which um, you know, like a cute little acronym. But yeah, it's taking a nap. Like you said, can be productive because it helps you rest enough to actually get things done, as mm -hmm. opposed to running on empty, maybe mm -hmm. not completing the task in the ideal way, mm -hmm. and just trying to get through it. Maybe by taking that break, you're actually going to do better mm -hmm. for yourself and do better for others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I guess total confession is that like sometimes if I need to, I'll go to Costco. With mama bear when i'm like you know what it's loud outside i'm really stressed out right now it's due tomorrow or it's due late at night end of day midnight you know that's how we function i was like i'm gonna go to costco because there's no point in pushing pixels around for 30 more minutes or like three more hours and you're not gonna be happy with it that is a physical break that i need to take and then i can come back and then we'll be good um, I guess a question for you, Jean, is do you think that needing to take a break is self-centered? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It it feels weird to say yes, that it's self-centered. Because when you think of self-centered, you think of it as like very greedy. Like inconsiderate. Yeah, yeah. inconsiderate and greedy. Rather than self-centered, it's more like you're just, you're, you are putting the importance of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're, at least you're putting your health and everything first versus second because that's something you can't get back it's not self-centered it is self-centering i guess so yeah <laughs> let's just change like that, that. that oprah meme that i did you know what i'm talking about no i have no clue There's, it's uh it was a meme from the interview with uh megan markle and prince harry oh. where she was like were you silent or were you silenced oh. <laughs> and it was like a dramatic moment but everybody made it into a, a into meme. a meme I think it's time to bring up that even though the conversation with yourself that you have that you need a break is self-centered and should only be focused on you and your needs and your body and all that stuff, actually taking a break and actually getting to be able to take a break is something that is dependent on other things outside of your mm -hmm. like immediate circle. Mm -hmm. So I think the first step is being honest with yourself about, do you need a break? And it's like, if it's yes, then that becomes a conversation with others as opposed to you know, doing something like me where I was like, I gotta go. Like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, and that's like not cool. It's really not cool. You should be considerate of others because number one, you work on that team, right? Mm. So the effects of you needing to just dip and like leaving your team to fend for itself yeah. for a little bit, that's going to have an effect on you mm -hmm. in terms of their relationship with you. Yeah. And then also on you as in if you avoided something important then you're mm -hmm. going to need to do double work when you get back yeah yeah i'm glad you kind of brought up the whole thing about the team and also company and everything because i think before even examining like what is the ecosystem of your life and your work life to be able to take a break as in like you know there's you your team your company your projects the clients your bills all that stuff mm -hmm. the one of the most important things is to realize you're not important you are literally not the most important person at your company or wherever mm. you work at like they are a company that has functioned or has built themselves for one year three years 20 years 50 years they can live without you right mm. like you have to make sure you can live without them as well and mm. don't be so dependent on your worth and value at a company that you feel you cannot take a break because they're going to fall apart without you because mm. it's a balance yeah. for sure because mm -hmm. That was two, those were two feelings that I was warring with at the same time. Mm -hmm. at, I think at any job that I've ever had, which is 
at the same time, I feel like I am nothing, but mm -hmm. also that I'm holding up the building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's especially easy to feel when you're at a small office mm -hmm. because um, if you're entry level and you are at a small office, then it's at the same time you are the lowest person on the totem pole, mm -hmm. but you do so much work that you feel like you are critical on the team. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a weird feeling to have. It is, yeah. And especially like for me, like one, again, intimate office, but also before even entering that office, many other places I worked at, I was in like team lead roles, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it was like I was an intern, but I was leading the other interns where that made me believe I was so important. And then there was definitely a moment where I'm like, I'm not important. And that is kind of the best feeling to have. Like even in Studio DBJ, I'm like, I'm not the most important person in Studio mm. DBJ. So like, even without me, Studio DBJ will still be fine. Like mm -hmm. Calvin understands how to get things done and like how to like manage things and make sure, you know, everything's supposed to go and I can trust him to that. And Calvin also is like, he is not the most important person to do Studio DBJ. So if he mm -hmm. needs to take a nap, as we've talked a lot about naps, yeah. it's, it's totally okay. Like, you know, and your value and my value is not tied to the company. It's more tied to what we want to do in life, which is to just be fulfilled. It's easier said than done, but it's about trying to have as accurate of an understanding of your place as you can. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that will definitely help with figuring that out is being communicative with the people on your team. Mm -hmm. If you've gone through the first step already mm -hmm. and you understand that this is a point where you need a break, that you bring that up to your team mm -hmm. as early as you can mm -hmm. so that you can talk about it and so that you can figure out what is possible because yeah. you want to be responsive and respectful of the things that need to get done mm -hmm. but you also want to be responsive and respective to yourself yeah yeah you want to kind of set your terms on what does it mean to take a break right yeah. and like for us it's that okay we're gonna go on a break for one month we're gonna say no to client work we're going to say yes to your existing clients and taking care of them and we're mm -hmm. gonna say yes to studio dbj supported things whether it's mm -hmm. the things supporting the creative community or resources or you know new photos website situation we're going to say yes to those things no matter what we're going to get incoming work and we mm -hmm. are going to say no to that but how do we make that no not feel like we're abandoning clients which is okay we're not working on on it in may but we can either have a kickoff in may that's totally fine like a meeting in may is fine or let us know if we can actually start it in June. And if that is a yes, that's okay. Or if you can't start it in June, we'll send you someone else. You know, mm -hmm. like those are the things that are going to be responsible in us taking a break. And then when you take a break with your supervisor, your company, you kind of go with the terms that you want. Don't try to solve the problem yet. That is literally the responsibility of your supervisor and company because they need to be able to survive without you. Because that is why they're a successful company is that they mm -hmm. have... They have systems in place that are supposed to make this possible. But, you know, come to come to the table with the terms that you really want. And that's kind of the conversation you're going to have to negotiate when or how you can take a break, you know, so that it's not like this urgent emergency that like I can't make it in today or, yeah. you know, like, you know, the moments of like panic because there was definitely a day now that I'm thinking about it where I was like severely depressed for like a mm -hmm. week or two or I can't remember but I was just so discouraged every single day at work and there was a moment where my supervisor definitely noticed she started giving me feedback and I just like shut down because I was mm -hmm. in my head I was like I knew they were gonna say no 
I knew this was what was going to happen. There's literally no point in me like trying to push anything in the design because this always happens. And I was super discouraged that she was like, how about you take the day off on Friday? Right? Like I was visibly shut down and needed a break. Um, that break didn't really help out as much, you know? <laughs> well, I, I think that th there's two parts to it, which is the acknowledgement and then the accountability. Mm -hmm. And I think that it was really nice that you had a supervisor who could at least acknowledge that you needed a break. Mm -hmm. I, I think that the thing that didn't help or the thing that could have helped more was if after that break, you know, after that long weekend that you had, that she talked to you and was saying like, hey, I want to open up this conversation about yeah. what we can do to help you mm -hmm. stay more present. Yeah. Because I noticed that you weren't present, which is why, you know, we talked. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, have, making that a conversation. Yeah. Because that's the only way that both parties, like mm -hmm. both you and your uh, supervisor, your team, whatever, can mm -hmm. understand what to do. Yeah. No, I think that um, was a good way to say it. Because like, I know between both you and me, we'll always ask, like, are you okay? Especially if you're like, Jean, you didn't say good morning to everyone. I'm like, no. Oh, it's not even that. Sometimes <laughs> I will, I, we have a shared task list. Mm -hmm. So I see what you're working on. And if I see a lot of things on your list and you, you, you start your morning by sometimes telling me what you're doing, you're uh -huh. like, I'm working on these four projects. I'm like, four? <laughs> and then at 3 p.m., if I don't hear from you, I'm like, hey, Jean, you doing okay? <laughs> you're like, knock, knock, are you there? I'm like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Uh, and then the other tip for asking for a break is if you're being very mindful and mm -hmm. meditative and stuff about checking in with yourself about when you're going to need a break, mm -hmm. if you catch that early, ask as early as you possibly mm -hmm. can because, you know, your your schedule might be booked for one month, two months, three months. But if you catch that like minor, minor fatigue and you're like, oh, I could see this being a problem in three months, your schedule doesn't have anything three or four months so just like do it yeah. <laughs> and make it the question and then everything will be revolved around you as mm -hmm. opposed to you making everything about you yeah <laughs> you yeah. know don't try to solve the problem by yourself first because taking mm -hmm. a break is a whole ecosystem on you know the different components that make it possible to take a break and it's just readjusting all those elements so that it it can happen because if the answer is no then it's like okay what is making it no that you can't take a break is it because your company is at the end of its fiscal year so it's just mm -hmm. trying to like get everything out is it because the next month you won't be able to meet your bills right like being able to define those things and just kind of prioritize it makes it actually approachable for you to take a break and so that way it doesn't feel like it's something impossible it's just like okay so for you to actually responsibly take a break that means okay maybe you can't take a break in may because you don't have enough money to pay your bills so what you're going to do is save up in april in mm -hmm. may you're just going to decide not to go out and you're going to save up that money and then in june okay if you have enough to cover june you're not gonna you're gonna take a break in june then you know or the break is only going to be one week like you just have to define what are the things that are making it impossible and then work in those work to readjust those elements and especially if you have someone who can actually do it for you i.e your boss that mm -hmm. is so much more helpful and all you have to do is then be prepared to take the break Let's say all that goes off without a hitch mm -hmm. and you're, you get to actually take your break. So I guess this is the, the fun part, right? Mm -hmm. Like you get to <laughs> you get to rest. But how do you do that? Uh, I, I think that there's three like major types of breaks. Number one is you are quote unquote on a break, but you're you know catching up on stuff or doing little things that you can just to not fall behind and then 
have this like off the clock catching mm -hmm. up and ha having a little bit of fun time. Then there's the no work break where you're doing absolutely nothing. It's kind of like a super long weekend and you mm -hmm. get to just relax, recharge, and be able to veg out for a little bit, which I mean, some people really want. Mm -hmm. And then there's more like active activity vacations where you're traveling or you have an itinerary and you're trying to do something specific that there is like a goal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a there's a, an active goal for your you're like, break. There's a purpose to this break. <laughs> mm -hmm. Jean, which one do you think like resonates most with you? Mm -hmm. I strive. I dream of <laughs> the no work break situation, but I'm most comfortable with the, you work a little bit in the morning or you work a little bit in the night and then you mm -hmm. like take the rest of the day off. I think that's the one that makes me feel most secure because I just want to know what's kind of going on, what's happening throughout mm -hmm. the time that we're not working. Cause you'll also see me panic sometimes when I'm like, is this what's supposed to happen? And you're like, yes. Yes, this is. This is what normalcy is. And I'm like, okay, so I think I do best with the slightly working and then off the rest of the day. I'm the opposite. I kind of strive for like being able to do something <laughs> during a break, do it, being able to like get something done. But there's something about my, maybe it's the avoidance, you know, thing. <laughs> the deflection. My, my, yeah, my streak of trying to run away from my problems. Your Gemini. That the second that my brain is in like, sectioned off break territory <laughs> i'm like i'm not doing shit <laughs> um, so i i really lean more towards the no work or like something that is doing something that is absolutely not work you know mm -hmm. like traveling yeah. or chores even you know like mm -hmm. i those are the things that i like to do during breaks mm -hmm. because my brain physically cannot focus on something that i am not required <laughs> to do <laughs> But I think we, we mentioned this on the on the previous recording yeah. that like Jean knows that if a task is if I've assigned myself a task for that day, yeah. it's 99% of the time going to get done that day. Yeah. <laughs> like with our shared task list, I can just see like the blue ones, Calvin's going to get to it. The unhighlighted ones, don't even ask. Like <laughs> don't ask until April 22nd or don't ask until like May 1st because that is not on his list at mm. all it's like not highlighted in blue so it's not important <laughs> what we're trying to get at is like get in touch with what recharges you mm -hmm. the best mm -hmm. for me it's nothing <laughs> for me <laughs> for me it's no activity yeah. um, and for Jean, it's you know like being Somebody. able to have a, a more normal work life yeah <laughs> i guess so you know, uh, you know a part of it is that and then also like i feel like you also just hear me say this a lot too it's like life is about being fulfilled and enjoyed right and i want to mm. have a healthy relationship with work and all that stuff i don't like it when work or things especially if client calls or things start to interfere with other elements of life in terms of like i can't go to a like i can't go to my nephew's birthday party because i have to do xyz or i can't like dance with my niece because i have to get on a call mm. those are unhealthy situations with work and you know, in March, that definitely did happen a little bit. And so getting recharged is like being able to still, you know, do what you love and then just being able to enjoy and live life. Well, yeah, I think you said that on your last trip, there was a good balance of like you being able to mm -hmm. get a little bit of work done, but also veg out. That it, it was, was like such a comfortable pace for you to be in Thailand. Mm -hmm. It was so great. Like basically I'd wake up at maybe 9 or 10 a.m. Uh, and get some work done. I had a very lovely 
kitchen auntie who would make me a fried egg every morning and like with the way she had like called me in thai it was like miss jean every morning and i was like i'm a missus <laughs> like i never expected this it was like lady jean mrs jean and i'm like okay didn't expect this but i would just call her like auntie you know so yeah. she'd bring me a fried egg get my emails and everything done and because of the time difference it was like close to end of day in the u.s so get all that done then i had by lunch like the rest of the day off to hang and chill with everyone check in a little bit before dinner because it starts it's like in the early a.m's right eat dinner hang out with the fam bam and then go and work a little bit intensively because that's the early morning for everyone here so make sure mm. all the emails designed and everything gets out by midnight and mm. then your girl would go clubbing and then just like kind of start that all over again i was like that mm. was a good healthy fulfilling work pace you know where i was like i still got work done i still hung out with the fam i still got some fulfilling life experience whether it was getting intoxicated or tattooed you know mm. and ate good food and i was like i came back i think even coming back into back to la i was like no i feel fully rested even though i did mm. work and there were some stressful times but i was like i feel fully rested and then getting back into the like the hustle of being in la was totally different and i was like man mm. I do miss the the East Asia workflow with the U.S. You know that that was mm -hmm. like a yeah. I think my favorite vacation or break, I guess, that I've taken was one that was relatively recent as well, where I went to Bali. So what happened was one of my cousins was getting married, and she was doing a, a really small destination wedding in Bali. I hadn't taken a vacation in a while. It was probably like bordering like a year since I had taken a, a vacation. And the last vacation that I had taken while I was at the job was not very restful. <laughs> it was going to a music <laughs> festival. So I wasn't, I wasn't resting. Um, I think also just like FYI for everyone, Calvin likes staying at home. So that's why- I love staying at home. That's why that probably that music festival was not restful. <laughs> I also lost my phone. Not a great time. It was, no, it was a good time, but I also like panicked a lot too. Uh, but yeah, going to Bali was really nice because I didn't have a set itinerary and mm -hmm. I was with other people who were kind of like drivers who like like to do a lot of things. So I got to have a lot of rest time. I had like a lot of family time and also time with my partner because it was sort of mm -hmm. the first international trip that we had done together and we decided that we would both do that trip together. And um, because like other things were sort of planned for me and I was just kind of like, I'm here to hang out and I'm here to chill out and see what other people want to do and then <laughs> tan a lot, I guess. <laughs> and it was a wonderful ceremony. And the uh, like the week that I spent there was really, really, really restful. Even though, like like Jean said, even though I was doing a lot of stuff, you know, I was do visiting a lot of like Hindu temples mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, it didn't feel draining because because it was at like my pace mm -hmm. as opposed to feeling like I had to knock everything out of the uh, out of I the checklist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We've talked about breaks that we've taken where we got a lot out of it. Mm -hmm. But how do you feel about the term like getting the most out of a break? Before we even get to that, I was going to say also your photos from Bali look really, really oh, nice. Yeah, they were really, really nice. Um, I think I just looked at one a few days ago, the one that the, the water's coming out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went to go look at that again. I was like, that one was really pretty. But how I feel about getting the most out of a vacation is I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely should have some type of plan or direction 
when you take a vacation or you go on a rest so that you're not stressed when you get there and you don't know what to do. But I, I think it's just having the lowest expectation is what mm-hmm. you should do to be able to get the most out of, vac- of a vacation. Because when you go in with like expecting to fulfill certain itineraries and certain things, you just get more tired, exhausted and stressed out. Like you're more stressed out after coming mm-hmm. back from the vacation. And that's not the point. I advise not to get the most out of a vacation. <laughs> yeah, it, it shouldn't be the goal, I guess. The goal is to take a break. Mm-hmm. The whole purpose of taking a break is that you are not trying to optimize something. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to like whittle something down to be its most efficient. Yeah. You're just trying to get back to where you were. Yeah. And the best way to do that is to have low expectations mm-hmm. and do what you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely Jean in her early 20s was a work hard, play hard type of gal. Mm -hmm. You know, she was like, I'm a hustle and then I'm going to go drink tequila. But now she's like, no, like you're supposed to be at peace, you know, wind down. Mm -hmm. When you go on a vacation, when you go play, quote unquote, you're not supposed to play hard. You're just supposed Mm -hmm. to play. That's Mm -hmm. it. You know, like when you go to a playground, you want to sit on the swings by yourself. It's totally fine. Or you could play tag with a group of friends. That's mm. also fine. But you just have to play. And that's that's kind of the thing when you go on a vacation is you just got to play. Don't set that whatever expectation it is for it. Just let it naturally happen. Yeah, I think yeah. that pretty much sums it up. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, when, whenever you were, when you were talking about that, I was thinking of that Lady Gaga video where she was like, plane, bus, another club, another club, no sleep, another club. <laughs> <laughs> and the people like loop it so that it, she, she, it's, it's just like, <laughs> it's so funny. I, I think that pretty much sums up everything so, that we yeah. wanted to say about breaks. Mm-hmm. Is that we're very excited, you know, mm-hmm. we'll still, we're not going to disappear off the grid. So we'll still be around. Ironically, I think you'll probably see more of us and I that we'll so. actually be posting more oh, on yeah. social media. What, there you go. One of the main things I really wanted to get to on the break was our social media. Like yeah. it, how, <laughs> big question, how do you work with social media influencers and work with like social media content when our social media itself is so... <laughs> inconsistent and it's that's just... how you know we're booked and busy <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is like the most ridiculous thing it's like oh they're not posting so they're really busy oh they're posting so they have no work like no yeah. that's not how it works <laughs> but also calvin we are also switching our podcast scheduling oh right yeah, yeah because calvin does so much editing work you guys <laughs> it's not just we record and he uploads it like i see a lot of other podcasts that are like that where they're like oh we're just gonna record on video and then upload it to to youtube i'm like calvin does not do that what calvin does is he syncs it up and then rearranges the audio so that our conversation fits a good storyline so that you also don't have to listen to like a whole hour and a half of our recording and rambling (laughs) you know he cuts it down to a great 38 to 42 minutes (laughs) And so Calvin cannot edit two episodes in a month on top of like keeping Studio DBJ afloat. So part of taking a break is also reducing the workload so that it's manageable and it also doesn't like overwhelm the things that we enjoy doing. So mm-hmm. we're switching to I mean, it's also, one a week or not it's one, also, a week, one a month, one a month. Sorry. <laughs> it's also something that I put on myself. I from a couple of like podcasters that I listened to, one of their big tips with recording and creating podcasts was to be really respectful 
of your listeners time and especially with a conversational podcast like this it can be super easy just to let things get rambly Mm -hmm. and i want anybody who listens i want to make sure that you all know that i respect your time (laughs) and that i do not think you should listen to all of our rambling and all of our production notes and all of our empty silences (laughs) that you know i we want to make sure that it is a concise yeah. good thing that you take away from listening to our podcast, whether you listen to only one episode or whether you listen to every single one. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, thank you. We really appreciate you stopping by. Like anytime that anybody listens, I am immensely grateful mm-hmm. because this is 30 to 45 minutes, minutes of your day, yeah. sometimes an hour mm-hmm. where you're able to just listen to us talk about yeah. <laughs> stuff. No, I, I just checked our analytics this morning. I'm like, you know, thank you to all the folks in the US, to the folks in Canada, to the folks in Russia, to the folks in like Slovakia. To Slovakia. Slovakia. There you go. I was like, whoa, I couldn't remember where the V was. I'm like, oh gosh. We really do yeah. try to make sure that each moment is as helpful as possible. You can find new episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. We like Jean said, are going to be transitioning to every month. So at the start of every month, um, you'll be getting a new episode. Uh, Also sign up for our newsletter. It'll be now announcing every new episode where Mm -hmm. at the start of the month, we have been doing this thing where we're trying to get uh, guest artists to do some, you know, illustrations for the newsletter. So we're really excited to like collaborate with those people to give them little exposure that we can give them and then also pay them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, we are about that life. Um, so at least for, I was going to say, at least for this quarter until June, we are featuring Kaylin Kim, whose bold graphic line work is super exciting. Is all I could say. It's just super <laughs> yeah. exciting. If you want to sign up for the newsletter itself, you can do that on our website. If you scroll a little bit or I think go all the way down to the bottom of yeah. the homepage, mm-hmm. you'll be able to input your info so that you can get our email blast every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, subscribe, and we hope to see you for the next one, which will be in the first week of June. I know. We're Again, we're really excited about it. We're just going to keep saying that. We're, we're very excited to take oh, this break. Oh, hell yeah. We are so excited. Cannot celebrate yeah. excited. You know, our birthday, everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we will see you when we see you. Awesome. So take care, everybody, and bye. Bye.